Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode at number 207, titled We Got Skills. My name is Rob, also known as Presar on Xbox Live, and with me today I've got my good buddy and co-hostist with the mostest, Wingman. Hello. <laughs> Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello, Norman. Good day, old chop. Norman, hello. Hello, Gadna. <laughs> okay. Boss is lost. So, uh, same old thing, buddy. Just lots of gaming of all sorts. How about you? Not so much. Yeah? Yeah, that's a shame. Because games put us in a happy place. At least they do for me. Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I've been some, I've been in some pretty bad places with some games too. Well, you know, you know, you got a you got a point, especially with one that I'm playing now. <laughs> oh, I bet I even I even probably guess what that is. Yes, yeah, we we kind of talked about it offline. Does it have to do day. with a helicopter? <laughs> oh, I, I'm I'm past that. <laughs> but it has it's, to do with a collapsible building, then, right? <laughs> um, actually, I don't remember where I left off. Um, Those are like the two really brutal parts of uh, Deadlight. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's. I'm assuming it, you're talking about Deadlight. Yes, yes, I am. Well, we'll we'll talk more about that in a little while. So, all right, so let's get rolling with the show here. So, what have you been playing, Mark? Well, this week I did play some Rock Band Blitz. Um. I don't nice. know why. It, you know what? It, it, I think it's just the music. Because all I'm doing is flicking the sticks on the controller. I mean, it's almost like I'm just sitting there mindlessly. It's just like button mashing. It's all it is. It's, it's like you just do it. And, and there's really no way to fail in this one. So, But I keep playing it. And I think it's just because I enjoy the music. You know? So, um, But I have been playing that. I cranked up some Pinball FX2 this week because Plants well, you... versus Zombies, baby! Oh, nice. Woo! How is that? I really like it. I, I gotta really? say, I think it's the best table they've put out yet. I gotta check it out, then. I really enjoy it, man. It's like the zombies will actually come at you, just like in the you know in the regular game. They actually appear on the board and start yeah. marching towards you, um, towards your flipper. So, it's just... They did a really neat job. I really do like this table. Uh, it's definitely worth the 250 I think it is, that they charge you. I mean, it's just... It's not bad. No. There's one achievement for 50 points, um, and obviously it's pretty easy to get, because so, I got it first day I played it, so it wasn't hard. Um, so it's fun. I really liked it. Cool. Now, you were going to say something about... I think I cut you off. Uh, about yeah, with... Yeah, about Rock Band Blitz. I was just going to say, you know, it seems to me like it's just a more accessible version of Rock Band. Because, there, at least for me, there was always a challenge of sorts to get Rock Band, you know, playing. And that's, you got to, you know, dig up all the instruments, you know, which I used to keep them behind the couch. And they're all, like, <laughs> knotted up with the chords. And then you got to make room and you got to stand here you can just sit all comfy and, you know, just hold the controller, which you do normally, right? I, I sat when I played guitar anyway. 
<laughs> I said, I kicked back, dude. I was lounging, man. I never stood up and played. <laughs> I never played Rock Band standing up. So, Actually, that would probably mess you up at this point. <laughs> probably. I don't know how to play. I think the only time I ever played it standing up was when we had that Rock Band party at my house. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So... So basically, if you were ever like a guitar virtuoso, you would have a lazy boy on stage. <laughs> That's right, man. I'd come out on a hydraulic lazy boy or something that yeah. would lift me up and spin me around, but I'd be laying down playing. Yeah. You know, you get ready to do your solo, and you just pull that lever. <laughs> Lean back. <laughs> yeah. I just myself as I start to jam out. Yeah. My solo. That's funny. So... Yeah, I, it's just, uh, it's very simple to play. It, it is a little tough to play. Um, the, the control scheme is very odd. I think it's, and I don't know if it's the fact that you're so used to strumming this game. I mean, I've played so much rock band and guitar hero that, you know, your brain just wants to strum. There's, you know, you've, you've been brainwashed, if you will, to, to, on how to play the game. So I don't know if it's that I've played so much of it that you just want to naturally strum it, that going to a controller only is just hard to kind of grasp, or if it's just actually kind of complicated. I mean, once you get it, it, it you know, I'm now I can sit down and play it, but it is still hard to flick those sticks as fast as you need to on some of the songs. I've still yet to, to do, I think I finally hit a five-star, finally five-star a song, but only like one. Um, and I was right. five star in songs all the time in rock band, regular, yeah. you know, the, in the regular game with the instruments. So, you know, you'd think this is easier, but I don't know. I, I think it's a little harder, actually. So, um, but it's still fun to play. I don't, again, I think it's just the music. Hey, that's what's most important, right? That's just what it's all about. So, um, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So I also finished off inversion. We, uh, uh, Democulus and I completed that co-op campaign. Man, we had some brutal times in there. It was kind of funny because the last time I talked about it, I was saying that, you know, we're playing it on the hardest level and we breezed through like the first seven levels in like three hours. And then we were gone for like two weeks. We didn't get to play it. We, you know, our schedules didn't match up. We had a lot of stuff going on. And then we finally got a chance to sit down and play it. And we had played, I think it was two hours and only got through like one or two chapters. After that, so it was like after I was smart enough about, oh, this is this is a breeze. We got pummeled, and and there was times, and it's kind of funny. It's interesting when I play with demo because for some reason I don't seem to get mad, and I think it's because he's always mad. He's the one always frustrated, and I'm always sitting here like, that's all right, dude. Don't get frustrated. You know, I'm like, we'll get through it. You know, I'm always like, you know, kind of building him up. Keep going, buddy. You know, it's like I'm patting him on the back. We'll make it. And, and he's always the mad one. <laughs> it's kind of funny. So someday I figure that'll flip, you know, and I'll be the one that'll be mad. And he'll be like, oh, dude, it's no biggie. But uh, we did finally make it through and beat it. But what was funny is we got stuck on this one boss, dude, that, dude, it was so frustrating. And, and it was kicking our butt. It was kicking our butt. And, um, it was like, we tried to replay this one boss probably, probably 15 times, dude. And maybe okay. more than that. Now you would think it's like, oh my gosh, dude, we're only like on level 10 or something. Okay. So when we're getting to level 14, the final one, you think the final boss, man, oh, I don't even want to deal with him if I can't beat the level 10 boss. 
Uh, we beat the final boss in two tries. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, it was like, come on, are you kidding me? <laughs> you got skills, man. You know, I think that one, maybe the one on on the, that level 10 or whatever, maybe it prepped us for the final guy. But it was, that's the way the game was. It was really strange. Um, I really enjoyed, like, the first half. And then it just got, like, stupid. It's like, guys would be, just swarm you, and it's like, it was like the odds were so stacked against you. It was pretty much luck, I thought. It, that's just the way it felt. It was luck. Um, but the thing with the, the one boss, what messed us up so bad is we – there was a trick. Um, gosh, I don't even remember what it was. There was something where you had to do a certain power, and I can't remember what it is right now. I completely forgot. But on that level, it's like you had to do that, and we weren't doing it. So really – you know, it was just something we'd never used before. Okay. And so somehow I think in the dialogue where this new feature comes up, we were skipping everything, you know, so I didn't, we didn't realize it. And then, then I was, I finally got to the point where I'm like, well, let me go online. And I think I was reading something. And I was like, oh, we're supposed to, you know, or I read something somewhere or I don't remember. It's been such a bad, bad week that I, I can't even remember much. So you apologize if I'm repeating stuff or I sound like an idiot it's been a really, really long week with very little sleep. Um, and all my days are meshed together. So, but something, somehow I'm like, Oh wait, we need to try this. Let's try doing this. And I honestly, I can't remember what it was. Uh, <laughs> that's gosh, my mind is gone. So whatever it was, we did worked and we got through like that. Oh, shield. Yeah. We never knew there was a shield, you know, it's like, it was something we never used. And so once I realized, oh, wait, we got shields. Why don't we use the shields? And I'll bet that will keep us alive long enough that we can beat this guy. Sure enough, bam, we did it. So it was like that was the trick that you needed to use, and we just didn't realize it. So, you know, we're idiots, you know. So it was our own fault. Uh, once we had that, man, I used that shield from then on out, man. I tell you that. And it was like, you know, he goes down. I'm like, man, shield up. I can run over there and pick him up. And then he started doing the same. And it's like all this time before we – it's like you just don't – you don't use it, you forget about it. We were always using our powers for, yeah. for, for like levitating stuff and pulling stuff towards us and throwing it. We were never using the shield option. So once we did, we we got right through that and, and we were able to finish the game. But it's it's a weird game. Have you played or have you seen anything for Inversion? No, I haven't been following it. Ah, dude, it's messed up, man. Um, it's not a great game. Uh, there's no multiplayer. Okay. There's multiplayer, but it, there's no online at all. I mean, there's nobody playing it. Um, and the and, and for the achievement people, this is not a game you want to play, man, because you're gonna have to boost like thousands of kills, and there's no one to play against. So I mean, it'll be easy if you want to spend hours upon hours upon hours. I mean, many many hours to to do the boosting. It'll be easy to boost, but oh my gosh, it's just so mindlessly boring. Um, we played, we played like, I think we each played one, like a death match. And then there was like, win a team death match. And I just told them, I was like, dude, I'm just not going to sit. This game isn't worth it. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I can't boost. I can't spend hours doing this with you. <laughs> but we did the campaign and, and if it's fun in, in co-op, I had a lot of fun in co-op, but the game really was not itself. Wasn't a lot of fun. Um, what's weird about it is that, it, it really messes you up because you run through like a normal shooter, you're taking cover. Uh, but there was some weird mechanics. Like you couldn't, 
Like if you're in cover and you went to fire, um, you would like pop up out of cover. Um, it, it was too easy like to come out of cover when you didn't want to, and you were getting shot through cover way too much. I was like, what's the point? Um, so there was a lot of that kind of stupid stuff. But um, it's like you can make things float with your gravity weapon thing, and, and like you can hit your energy weapon at, at something, and all the cars and boxes and the people will float. And what was kind of cool is that when you had them floating, then you could reach out like and, and pull them towards you, and then do like this. Um, what's what is it like? Uh, I can't even think of the term. Um, you kill them. Like, uh, what's it called in Gears of War? Um, wow. I, I don't know. Mutilate them, kill them. I don't, I don't know what it's called. There's a certain... That works. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> but it, they had some pretty brutal assassination type of things that you could do with that. Um, and then there's parts where, like, you're kind of floating through space and, and, and everything's all, there's, like, no up and down because you're just kind of going in all directions. And right. then, like, you're walking on the roof of a building and then all of a sudden you step into this this little globe thing or this little pillar of light and it, like, launches you on the side of the building and then everything rotates. So now you're running along the side of the building, but, like, that's, like, but that's, like, your level playing field. Oh, so like, so, like you're being horizon. inverted. Yeah, it, it's 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 like flipping <laughs> everything around and inverting inversion. Yeah, it it's and then all of a sudden you're on the ceiling and it's like oh my gosh and you're shooting it and there's part. What was kind of cool was there's parts like you're on the ceiling, but you're shooting at guys in an, on the on the building. Were you dancing on the ceiling? And they're like on the ground, or like, like you're on the cheek? side of the building and they're on the ground. And it, it just it was weird, man. It was just like wow. It just kind of messes with you. <laughs> Uh, anyways, okay. um, I'm going to move on. That was way too much time on a not-so-good game. I played, and I don't know if this, I don't know if I talked about it last week. I, I really can't remember, but I did finish The Walking Dead Episode 3. Because when last show, I finished it, and you and Brun hadn't. Okay, well, you just I, started it. I finished it. So what would you think, buddy? Uh, I, I think we can talk about it now. Everybody's probably had enough time to play it. Well, I'm it. not going to spoil anything, but it certainly wasn't good as episode two. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was kind of let down, to be honest. Um, I didn't. I, I know what you're it. saying. I didn't hate it, but after episode two, man, I was just waiting. Like I, I was like halfway through this, and I'm like, okay, this really is kind of slow and kind of boring. When is it going to pick up? And it never really did. You know? It, you know, what I want to know is, how could that dude get up from driving the train to walk up in front and just leave it? <laughs> Don't you think he'd be, like, staring out the window with the controls? <laughs> it's like, it's like you know, you're driving down the highway, then all of a sudden you decide to get something out of your trunk. <laughs> so you crawl over the seats. <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. It. Uh, I got tired of walking back and forth on that train too. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. But it just. Yeah. You know, <sighs> after this episode, I mean, it, it definitely. I, it's it's definitely not the same level of anxiety 
<laughs> playing it like the, the right. other ones. It's a lot more subdued, and overall, some of the some of the stuff in there. I mean, it, it left me kind of like upset at the game. I mean, not upset to the point of where I wouldn't play it again, but I just. It, I was really I, mad it, at something had, that happened. Yeah. And and then it was not a choice. <laughs> yeah. Near the beginning, were you yep, upset I, over I know, that? Yeah. Yeah, I because I... I was doing everything to not let that happen. <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there was a couple of moments like what, what the, and it was like oh. obviously, it was like well I can't. That had nothing bearing on, and if it had any bearing on anything I've done, then I don't understand that. I, if I did something wrong to let that happen, I I was friggin' ticked off. But yeah, well I don't want to say much, and, so I probably should move on. And. And there's another part that kind of just messed me or made me upset, and that was uh, there was uh, a part in the RV with Clementine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that really upset me. I mean, I was like, really? I mean, really? Did that have to happen? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that, that was you know like what? The I knew, I knew it. I saw that one coming. I knew I I knew what was going I knew what was going on there. It's like, yeah, it just seems oh. too obvious of a, and that just was kind of lame. Yeah, why'd uh, you have to go ahead and do that? Yeah. So, but you know, you know, and the whole Lee being a zombie, just you know, it, you know, you guys just upset and you ruined that part of the game for me. You know, when you told me Lee was a zombie and ruined it, so. And then he's, yeah, just he's <laughs> got to go and try to eat everybody. Yeah, what's up with that? So, anyways. Yeah, anywho. Um, what, when's 4 coming out? So, like a month or two? I think it's slotted for October. Hmm. But I could be wrong. What are we in? Well, we're in September. No, no, I think it was October. I think they were looking at possibly October. So, And I'll buy it. I mean, I'm committed to It's one of those that I'm in now. <laughs> it's five bucks. Yeah, I have to complete the story. But um, so that's all I've played. But I finally, finally today got Spec Ops: The Line in from Gamefly. So I will be popping that in tonight. This is one I've been really wanting to play. So and I've heard really good things. I liked the demo. I liked the story that it was doing. I've heard great things about the campaign. So. I'm going to be playing some of that later tonight. Cool. So that's it. How about you? All right. Uh, I'm continuing my run through of Deadlight. I guess uh, I was, I, I kind of took a little sneak peek at a cheat, <laughs> a walkthrough. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a little bit of trouble with one area. Don't be ashamed of that, man. I, I used I used a couple myself. Yeah. <laughs> there was one spot where it said you had to, like, do the run jump off of a wall or whatever they call it. Yeah. And I and I looked at it. I'm like, are you serious? That doesn't even look like a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to get up on, on this one little platform. And I'm like, how? How? Anyway, it, it I, I like the game. It's 
sometimes like an exercise in frustration because uh, you know you kept talking about the helicopter scene, and I, I can't even tell you how many times I did that over and over and over, and it was just. I, I don't know if it was me just spazzing out with the controls or what, but you know he would like he would like climb up a fence, and then I would have you know I would you know move to the right and hit the jump button, and then all of a sudden he climbs back over into the other side of the fence. I'm yep. like, come on! I mean, <laughs> it was just making me so mad yep. that I mean, I literally like would stop the game. And I'd go do something else for a while. And, uh, you know, once, you know, because I think I have mine set to shut down after six hours or something. That sort of rings a bell. So I would just leave it there for a while. Once in a while, you know, it came back and, you know, the machine was turned off. Uh. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't particularly mind too much. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was so frustrating. But I eventually got past the helicopter part and, now I'm in another area where you kind of get rushed by a whole bunch of uh, shadows. And, yeah, it's it's starting to get frustrating again. Actually, it's just after you get the uh, shotgun. So I'm in the stadium. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so. there's, um, yeah. I feel like like the first part of the game... It felt like the first maybe three quarters of the game, all the platforming was very was simplified. It really wasn't too hard, with the exception of the helicopter and the collapsing building, um, and having to do like right. those wall jumps and and it's like if you if you couldn't get it perfect, you you were screwed. You know, I mean, it's just right. you're done. So you couldn't make one mistake. But it's like. Outside of those two, the rest of it was kind of like, you know, you had the time to do things and, and, and look around, and it was more of, what do I need to do, you know, and I kind of really liked it. And then when you get near the end, it's like they just throw everything at you, okay. and all the shadows are chasing you, and then you got all, and then you got guys, then you got like soldiers shooting at you, and, and, all, and, and, and all this platforming, and it just, to me, it was just kind of like, they just amped it up just because they could and to me it really kind of ruined it for me where i was loving the game until the very end and it's just like what did they do they you know it's like let's, someone got dumb and said oh, i'm gonna screw with everybody and i'm like you know i'm going through this whole game so far i've been loving it I've been raving it and then bam you you flip the world upside down and you know almost make the game impossible so which removes most of the fun Oh, yeah. You know, now it's kind of like I've had people ask me, so do you still like it? And I'm like, to be honest, I really don't know. Yeah. It, it's hard I, for me I, to judge it. I know what you're saying. It it kind of reminds me a little bit of, you know, not necessarily in the gameplay, but like the direction that it's going and like how you described it of Half-Life, the original one. Do you remember that game? Where, I, never, I never finished it. <laughs> well, you know the whole beginning. You know you were in the la in the underground lab bunker. Black Mesa, looking. yeah, yeah. And it was it was freaking awesome. I mean, it it kind of set the standard, like set the bar so high for other games to like meet. And that like last quarter of the game, you know, like when you're 
like in outer space or wherever and you know you're like trying to shoot that one alien sack <laughs> i never got that part <laughs> no i never got that far <laughs> i played a lot of multiplayer on that yeah one, but but you know it's just i mean it it took like a huge 180 where you know it was awesome and then it was so far from awesome but you know, you might get some hate mail over that. You know, what <laughs> saying that Half Life the ending was not awesome. You might get of some, the original, you might, get, yeah. you might get hate mail now. Yeah. Great game, except for that. <laughs> that's that's it. But you know, Deadlight, I I still want to really like this game because you know I I love games of this type. I just have to see how the frustration level continues. If it keeps climbing, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, keep keep at it. Yeah, I, I would. So. Although I noticed that, because originally when I first started playing it, I was playing episode two of uh, Walking Dead. So I would kind of alternate a little bit. And man, that's a very high anxiety factor. <laughs> I remember my stomach like was in knots and I was like so stressed that and that whole entire time, like, you know, playing those two games because, you know, you got the one where, you know, you got the whole, you know, third person view, you know, of the whole environment. You got all these zombies coming at you. And then this other one, you got all the shadows coming at you. It's kind of the extension of the same thing. So uh, I've, I've gotten over it a little, little bit. Yeah, and then uh, beyond that, uh, I've been playing a little bit of Pinball FX2. I never really did much with it uh, prior, but, uh, you know, after I played it a little bit uh, the other day, I I can totally see why everybody loves it. And I didn't know that the Plants vs. Zombies was out. I I totally forgot about that, so I've definitely got to get that. It's fun. It's probably the best table. That table, yeah. But, yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah, so those two are about it for me. Um, Just an update. I know that I wanted to say this earlier and I forgot, but we are late this week with our show. We're sorry, Um, and I apologize. There was, we were going to have, I think it was Dark Assassin was going to join us. Um, It fell through, but he'll be on next week. Uh, As long as he can join us, we're going to have him on. I also think we're going to have Soul Assassin. 808 joining us next week. He wanted to jump on because there's a Battlefield um, Battlefield 3 DLCs coming out. Armored something, I think. Um, so we're going to have him on next week. If you're a Battlefield fan, be sure to check it out. Um, so he he'll, he's going to go over everything on that DLC for you. So we're going to have, I think, two special guests next week. Very cool. So, um, But apologies to Dark Assassin. Um, this our this show actually we almost didn't think it was going to happen. We 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 decided at the last minute here to throw something together so we could get a show out. So, uh, but we'll get you on for sure next week. Yeah, um, it's not like we're slapping it together. It's high quality, like normal. We're slapping it together. <laughs> this week we are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fifteen minutes ago we didn't have a script. We had no stories to talk about. <laughs> oh, we have some now. <laughs> I think so. As long as we keep milking this out, we'll have a show, right? Yeah, I'll start talking about my board games. (laughs) Okay, on that note, (laughs) let's move into our topics. 
Right. Um, but uh, the first one is Borderlands 2. Dude, we're a week, a week away. Dude, it is like 9 o'clock right now, my time, okay, on a Monday. So I'm talking one week and three hours away from this game hitting the street on Pacific mm-hmm. Time Zone. Less than that for those in the East Coast because it's now midnight. They're exactly one week away. Dude, I cannot wait. So, know, right? in anticipation, if you're as excited as I am, and unfortunately I haven't had a chance to do this yet until tonight I finally pulled it up, but if you go to the Borderlands2.com um, website, you can get to and go to the characters, click on characters, you can actually access the skill tree. Um, you can purchase the skills. You can you can do this like ahead of time. You can see all the skills of all the characters. Um, I have not looked at it yet, um, and I'm not going to sit here and bore you guys by kind of reading every single one. Um, but I'm only going to look at one character, and and I'm going to go through one of them just to kind of give you an idea of what's available for this one guy. Okay, and then you guys can go and check out the website. So it starts out. On the website, I've got like 46 points um, that you can spend. So you left-click on an item to spend it, and then, of course, you can always reset your points if you want. Um, But there's three trees. Uh, One of them is the Gorilla Path. There's the Gunpowder Path, and there's the Survival Path. Now, I'm looking at Axton the Commando. So I I went with this one because this is the dude with the turret, man. And that's, you know, I went with the Soldier. I went with Roland uh, for the whole first game. Um, so I probably, I'm pretty much planning to use Axton for the second game as well. I will try the others out, but, um, Axton's going to be the first guy that I play. So under the gorilla mode, the very first item at the bottom is the double up. And this adds a second gun to your saber turret and changes both guns to fire slag bullets. Slagged enemies take bonus damage from all non-slag attacks. Um, I'm not sure what the slag means. So if I left click, wait, left click to spend a point. It's not letting me spend a point. Oh, oh, maybe I'm looking at it. Oh, that's backwards. Okay, I'm going backwards here. I got to start at the top. So you got to purchase the turret. Dummy me. First of all, you purchase a turret. So look at the trees from the top down. I <laughs> don't my name is Mark. Um, so the saber turret. Ignore what I said. This is the first item you'll buy. This action skill. This is this is his action skill. So you can deploy a saber turret that automatically fires at enemies when you're near the saber turret. Reclaim it and refund some of your cooldown. Cooldown is 42 seconds. All right. So then you got to pick. Once you build buy your turret, then you got to pick which tree you want to go down. And, and you can. You can buy from each of them. I'm, I, you know, if I recall from the original one, you're not limited to one of them. Okay, but in the gorilla, so on our very first ones you can buy in the gorilla options, you have two different trees to go down. You can go with the sentry, which increases the number of shots your saber turret fires in each burst. It also increases your saber turret's duration. Um, then there's also the ready, which is increases your reload speed. And uh, under the gunpowder, you've got impact. You can increase your gun damage and melee damage. Um, and then expertise has increased your weapon swap speed and aim speed. Also, your movement speeds increase while aiming. Under survival, you get healthy, which increases your maximum health. Yeah, that's where I'm going. 
Uh, I'm heading down that survival path. <laughs> um, and preparation increases your seal capacity. Um, so, I, and what I'm going to do here, I'm gonna just going to read down the survival tree first. So instead of going straight across. Okay. So we got the healthy and the preparation. Um, under healthy, you the next one would be last-ditch effort, which increases your gun damage and movement speed while in fight-for-your-life mode. Beneath that, um, then you've got forbearance, which reduces the duration of status effects on you, burned, corroded, electrocuted, and slagged. Also increase, increases maximum health. Now, I believe slagged is like getting slimed in, in Ghostbusters. I believe it's like a goop or something that you can get slimed with. Um, there's also the phalanx shield. So your t your saber turret will blood. Your saber turret projects a protective shield. The shield attempts to block enemy ranged attacks, but lets friendly ranged attacks pass through. Enemy movement and melee attacks are not affected. And there's the quick charge. Uh, kill skill. Killing an enemy causes your shields to quickly regenerate for a short time. Um, now, if you went down the preparation path there, beneath that is pressure. This uh, improves your reload speed and your shield recharge delay uh, based on how much health you have. There's a couple more under this tree. you got the resourceful, increases your cooldown rate on your saber turret's action skill. You've got the mag lock. Your saber turret can be deployed on walls and ceilings. That's that's going to be awesome, dude. Yeah. You can throw your, your turret up on a ceiling. That is going to be so sweet. Um, and then grit. You gain a chance to ignore damage that would otherwise kill you. Nice. In addition to not taking damage from the attack, you will regenerate half your maximum health. Um, and then the last one here is called Gemini. This allows you to deploy two saber turrets. Dude, I, I think I'm going for the survival's tree, man. If I can get two turrets and I can deploy one on a ceiling and one on the floor or one on the ceiling and one on the wall or something, dude, I, I just, I don't know. I'm kind of curious what the others are going to have because yeah. this sounds pretty sweet mode to go down. So let's look at the gunpowder. You get uh, impact, which I said earlier increases your gun damage and melee. There's expertise, which I said already. So, others that I need to, to cover here are overload increases maximum mag increases your magazine size with assault rifles. Battle storm is killing an enemy dramatically increases your fire rate and reduces recoil for a short amount of time. That is nice. I, I remember that one from the first game. Um, Battlefront, while your saber turret is deployed, you deal increased damage. Very nice. The longbow turret. Your saber turret can be deployed using longbow technology, allowing you to deploy it much further away. Also increases the health of your saber turret. Nice. Steady. Reduces recoil with all weapon types and increases your grenade damage and rocket launcher damage. Uh, duty calls. This increases the damage and fire rate of non-elemental guns. Do or die. Allows you to throw grenades while in fight for your life. Also increases your grenade damage and rocket launcher damage. Uh, Ranger makes you better at just about everything. <laughs> cool. Um, and then, oh, here we go. See, this is I knew there'd be something here to make me want to go down this path. The nuke. Deploying your saber turret sets off a small nuclear blast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's got to be so awesome to see. All right. So lastly, the gorilla path. 
Um, I mentioned the sentry and the ready mode. This also has laser sight, so it increases the accuracy of your turret. It has willing, which improves your shield recharge rate and shield recharge delay. It has onslaught, which is a kill skill. Killing an enemy increases your gun damage and movement speed. Scorched Earth adds multiple rocket pods to your saber turret. Ooh, and that's pretty early on in the build tree, so that's nice. Uh, there's one called Able. Downing and damaging an enemy causes you to regenerate health for a few seconds. Uh, Grenadier increases the maximum number of grades you can air, maximum number of grenades you can carry. Crisis management, you gain bonus gun damage and melee damage while your shields are depleted. And then I read this one already, double up, adds a second gun to your saber turret. Um, so that was the, the main one there. What I'm curious about, I don't know, the the shield in the original game would heal your, your co-op partners too, if they were within range. I don't necessarily see that here. It doesn't look like it might, it may not heal your teammates. I hope it does. Uh, that was very helpful to be able to heal your teammates. But I don't necessarily see it spelled out in the grenade tree, so or the in the skill tree. Okay. That's kind of sucky. <laughs> so, but check out the main site. You can, um, like I said, you can see uh, all the other characters. Um, this might help you plan out what you want to do ahead of time, so you kind of plan out which way you want to go as you build your skills. So. It is very cool. I was really surprised how well done it is. So. Yeah. Nice. I wish I could see it, though, if I built it up. I like this because you can sit here and kind of mess with the, well, if I go here and here and here, and I want to get that nuke, but how do I build up to that and still have other options? Where can I get in the different trees? And, and you can do this without being in the game, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, because when you're in the game, I mean, you're too into what's happening. You're too into the gameplay. You can't really, at least I can't really concentrate on this kind of stuff. It's kind of like, okay, I need, I got one point to spend. Uh, I'll choose that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you, you want to get back into playing. Right. So. All right. So check it out. That's at, uh, what did I say? That's at Borderlands.com. Borderlands2.com. Um, and then just go to the uh, characters. Let me double check that I have. You got to end, but yeah, at the top, hit characters, and then you select the character that you want, and then it says view skill tree, and you click on that, brings up their skill tree. So, which character? Now you will pre-order the game, right, Rob? Yep. Do you have any idea which character you want to start out as? Um, I'll probably be uh, what's his name? It starts with an A. Axton? Axton, yeah. Yeah, the soldier, the one I just went through? Yeah. Yeah, he's the commando. So. Because yep, I played uh, Roland, was that his name? Yeah. Yeah, Roland uh, in the first one. So I'll probably uh, play Axton. Cool. I, I always have, like, a, a go-to character and everything. Like, you know, in the, you know, like, Diablo-style games, I'm always the warrior. Always. Always. <laughs> Torchlight, same thing. Warrior needs health. <laughs> needs food. Oh, yeah, the warrior needs food. <laughs> Don't shoot food. Find the exit. 
anyway. Yeah, so I'll probably wind up with him. But, okay. The, uh, Zero's the other one I'd want to play, the Assassin, so... Yeah. Because he's the snipe class, so... He's got that, like, funky armor. Yeah. This, up. you know, like, in the first game, I didn't play the Berserker, but a few minutes, I thought it was kind of stupid. Um, I just didn't care for that class. And I only played um, Lilith, just to get her to level 5. I really didn't care for her character class either. Um, but Maya really looks impressive. I think her skill class, the way you can hold somebody in that bubble, and I think she's going to just be a funner character to play than, you know, just having the phase walk. Um, I know a lot of people liked that, but it just didn't interest me. And and even uh, more funner, yeah. (laughs) More funner, yep, definitely. So, and then Salvador, he'll definitely be better than the, uh, Berserker was. That's the big guy, right? He's short, but he's the gunzerker, so he ha- he's the one that dual wields any weapons. Okay. So he's he's big, but he's really short. <laughs> so, gonna be fun next week. Yes, sir. So we'll probably have a, a podcast next week, and then we probably won't for what the next month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next week will be our last show. Yeah, we're gone again. We're we're quitting this. <laughs> Wait. So okay. So you you got it from Amazon, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so it releases on Tuesday. So we're going to get it in the mail on Tuesday? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, so. I, I did, if you did the release day shipping, you got to select release day shipping. I now, guess. if you're an Amazon Prime customer, I am. then you don't. I think it does that for you. Well, I think it, it I don't remember, but... Yeah, it's you go in and select it. I don't remember. I mean, it's been a couple of weeks, I think, since I did it. Yeah, you should get it the day that it's released sometime from UPS that day. So Tuesday. So I think I am working from home that day. Fantastic. Yeah, and unfortunately, I'm going to be working. I'm not going to be able to take the time off as planned. So due to family situations, I'm actually on. I'm off right at the moment for this week, so. Um, I will not be able to take the time off, but that's all right. I will definitely be getting some time in on this. Full <laughs> show. Full show. Full show. It'll just be in the evenings. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe sneak a little time evenings, in there during the day. <laughs> early mornings. Evening starts at what <laughs> noon, right? <laughs> yeah. Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so right after just, I wake up. <laughs> yeah, you just play from twelve till I don't know eleven fifty nine a.m. <laughs> straight okay uh next thing just to cover real quick is some of the npds came in from august i don't know if you saw these numbers because i don't think there was really a whole lot of titles that came out in august uh the the two big ones that really stand out were sleeping dogs and uh oh what was that other one uh darksiders darksiders 2 yeah um and there was a sports game right wasn't it madden madden yeah Yep. That can't, I think those are really like the only three big titles that I sort of remember in August. But anyway, so the numbers came in for these, and man, they are something else. So they got re- the games got released in mid-August. Uh, looks like it might have been the 14th. Let me see if that's a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. yeah. Games come yeah, out on so, Tuesday. Yep. Yeah, Except so I it think is Madden the 14th. came out on a weird day. 
I think Madden yeah, shipped like on a Sunday or something. So in August, so the remainder of August, which wound up being two and a half weeks, uh, did, did you say you saw these numbers or no? No, I haven't. No? Okay. So uh, of, of these two games, uh, Sleeping Dogs didn't do quite as well as uh, Darksiders, I guess, but Sleeping Dogs across the PS3 and 360 sold 172,000 units. That's it? That's it. I thought then, it, I thought it did really good. <laughs> you thought wrong. Wow. And Darksiders, uh, that one did slightly better, and it sold 247,000 units. And that's across PS3, Xbox, and PC. Ouch. So one did about a quarter mil, the other did... Yeah, about half that. <laughs> so one one did a quarter, one did an eighth of a million. Now the one thing about Sleeping Dogs, it looks like there was no boxed version for the PC version. It was only a digital download, so that doesn't get counted. But I don't know how much that would have affected these numbers. Maybe it would have evened them out a little bit more. Am, am I am I hearing this wrong? I mean, are these really low, or am I just like I said, I'm kind of out of it right now. So am I just not thinking clearly? Were these really bad? Well, you know, we we look at the big titles, you know, like the Battlefields and the Halos sell <laughs> millions of copies. Yeah, it's like forty bajillion copies on opening day. You know, so you know. I really kind of wonder now, like, what the average title sells. I know, you know, stuff like, you know, XBLA and all that sells a lot less, but, you know, a lot less than the big titles. But, I mean, in, in two and a half weeks, 172,000 isn't, isn't a lot. I mean, I wonder if they're even going to recoup what they made. Granted, My I mean, goodness. It's, it's approaching mid-September now, so... I'm looking at the number of sales right now, okay. and total for Sleeping Dogs across Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Also there, okay. Is <laughs> there's only for PC there's nothing in North America, Japan, or the rest of the world. There is a point zero one in showing for Europe. Total though is point. Two two less than a quarter of a million. Point two two. So, what in it's in an additional like ten days they sold uh, only fifty thousand copies. I wow! I thought this game did really well. I am really surprised. I'm like shocked that it's so low. Yeah. Especially for an open world title. I mean, I played the demo and I really liked it. I mean, I put it on my Gamefly, <laughs> and it's not available because it's all rented out. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if those 220,000 copies. <laughs> copies are all at Gamefly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Wow. Yeah, what so was the other one? Darksiders 2? Darksiders 2. Let me see if that's changed. Now, I don't know. Let's see. This is global sales in millions. So that's the latest from them. Let's see what Darksiders 2 has. 
they don't even list Darksiders 2 here yet. Is, is it uh, Darksiders is one word, right? Darksiders space then the number numeral 2 by THQ. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter how I do Darksiders for some reason they don't have any numbers on it on this search, on this site. Uh, can you search by uh, developer? Um, let me see. They gotta have it right on their main page here. For global sales, top sellers of the week, uh, first week of September. Guild Wars 2 was 902,000 copies for the PC. Let's see. Madden was the was the top Xbox was 721,000. The Sleeping Dogs was number is the next one at eight, for only sixty nine thousand copies sold globally. Right. In the week first week of September, so, and Darksiders isn't even listed on the top ten. And according to the NPD numbers, Darksiders did better. But again, maybe that's oh, only because they are counting PC. Oh, they got Darksiders with the number with a with an II. They don't have the number two. It has the Roman numeral two. That's oh, why I couldn't okay. pull it up. So let me look at. All right, let me do the search like I did a second ago to get there. That way, and get the comparison. So we were at point two two. And Darksiders two crossed all platforms is point four zero. So they're almost half a million copies. So they're four hundred thousand copies. Yeah. So they're not almost half a million. So they're a hundred thousand off. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh. But they did. They sold 0.22 million copies or 220,000 copies on Xbox 360 alone. So Darksiders 2, what they sold on one platform, Sleeping Dogs, that's what they sold on all platforms. Wow. Wow, I'm really, you know, really, really surprised. So. Oh yeah, because of the two, isn't. Sleeping Dogs supposedly the better game. I or like it, you know, just stands out a little more. I don't really know. I think what killing Sleeping Dogs is that it went through so many changes. It's had so many name changes too. You know, it used to it was supposed to be True Crime at one time. It was part of the True Crime franchise, and then it got rebranded to Sleeping Dogs. And I think before that, it was even branded something else. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what really hurt that title. Right. Because, you know, it left the consumer wondering, well, what's this game really going to be? Yeah. So. Yeah, but just thought I'd bring that up. I, like, like I said, I was really surprised by the numbers and, and how low they were. And, you know, I know it's back to school time, but, like, still, wow. The global economy, I guess, is really hurting us, so. Yeah, everybody's, uh, you know. Saving their money in their mattress until after the election. Yeah, could be. Or something. I'm, I'm still buying Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if the world ends in November. I can I can get Borderlands done before the election. <laughs> yeah. So, but I haven't pre-ordered anything after that. So. <laughs> uh, wow, that's interesting. All right. Okay. So, any, anything else on the MPDs? No, sir. All right, it's all, well, you know. if you guys like your DLC and you like it of the Xbox Live Arcade variety, 
You might be happy to know that Ubisoft has announced that DLC is on the way for the popular Xbox Live Arcade title, Trials Evolution. The extra content will come to Xbox Live sometime this autumn. Hey, we didn't get a release date for the real game, so why should we get a release date for the DLC? Um, <laughs> and it's going to cost you 400 Microsoft points. Uh, for that money, you will get 36 all-new tracks, tournaments, and skill games as well as a new bike and lots of new objects to tinker with in the level editor. Ubisoft has also announced that Trials Evolution will be coming to the PC. And for the PC version, they're throwing in a copy of Trials HD as well. So for your PC gamers out there, that's pretty cool. You'll get two for the price of one there. So I'll probably pick it up. I really, I really like Trials HD and Trials Evolution. Yeah, Super fun. I think you can change that probably to will. Yeah, I will buy it. It's a sure thing. <laughs> so okay, all right. So a couple shows back, actually, I think twice now. I've uh, gone a little bit into the psychology of video games. I uh, remember I was talking about those wing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I went back over to uh, the guy's blog and. I found another story. I mean, actually, it's hard not to find an interesting story on there. And I found out something that was kind of interesting. Uh, it's a quick little subject here that talks about game selection. All right, y'all ready for this? All ready for this? <laughs> yes. Hit me. Okay. So uh, uh, the guy cites uh, a couple articles. Uh, which basically did a little bit of an analysis as to why we select the things that we select. And a little bit of a blurb from one of these articles is uh, there's a, a beautiful paper by a gentleman by the name of Daniel Reed and a couple co-authors showing the gap between what people want to do in principle and what they want to do right now. And they asked the subjects to choose several films from a list containing a mix of very highbrow titles like Schindler's List and a bunch of lowbrow titles uh, like My Cousin Vinny. When asked which film they wanted to watch a few days later, most picked a highbrow one, but when asked what, they, what film they wanted to watch right now, most went with a lowbrow title. So in principle, we want to be the kind of people who watch serious movies uh, maybe even like the French ones with the subtitles, just not tonight. <laughs> and so our cue becomes aspirational, filled with titles that are more ambitious than the ones that we really want to watch. Now that's net. Uh, now that Netflix has the streaming, uh, we no longer get stuck with movies we only want to watch in theory. Instead. We feel like we're paying for the right to watch any movie at any time, even if we don't wind up watching very many of them. So if you take that and you apply it to video games with a service like Gamefly, are you likely to add uh, more avant-garde games like No More Heroes to your queue with intentions of experiencing something unique yet uh, you wind up moving to another military-themed shooter uh, you know, at the top of your list. 
Would you consider adding a Japanese role-playing game for the sake of branching out into genres uh, you haven't traditionally played? Uh, but once you get it in the mail, you sit there and you're kind of looking at it and you groan with disappointment. <laughs> so, Oh, this guy knows me. Yeah. So the guy basically goes, I bet so. And the question might get more complicated if games on demand products like on live ever take off. <laughs> As you can tell, this was written before a couple of weeks ago with on live on live news. So imagine if Gamefly offered a streaming service where you could stream games or download rental copies. Would you think it's better value because it lets you avoid having to face up to your aspirational games when they arrive in the mail? So uh, that's about it for the article there. So I, I got to ask, Wing, ha- have you ever caught yourself doing this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've, I've, Gamefly, what I love about Gamefly is it allows me to try things mm-hmm. that I would never buy right. and probably wouldn't pay to rent at a video store. Right. Because, you know, you're thinking when you rent from a video store, you're like, okay, I got to plunk down $7 or something for a couple of nights and I'm going to commit myself. With Gamefly, it's just like Netflix. You'll just throw stuff up there to have it on your queue and you don't really think of it as paying because. You pay like, you know, you throw it on your credit card and it just comes out automatically. It's not like a bill you pay. You never even think about it. You know, it's yeah. like Xbox Live. It's just it automatic. you know, I yeah, renew it every year and you don't really think that you're paying for that service. So mm-hmm. you just you just throw stuff up cuz you're like, "Oh, well, what I want, you know, is not out, but I want something sent to me. So let's see what's here. Oh, I've never played this. Let me just throw it on there so and it's available." You know, so, yeah, I've had stuff show up. Dude, I've had stuff show up, and then it sits here because I've just never gotten around to it because I was busy with other stuff. And then I've sent it back, and it's never been in my Xbox. Oh, yeah. I've had I've had games sit on my desk for a month. When I, and I'm like, finally, I'm like, dude, I just paid for these for a month and never played them. I just sent them back. Yep. Because it was stuff that's like, I really, you know, you know, if I'm bored and I got nothing to do, I'll try it. But I wasn't bored. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, I totally also see myself doing this and, you know, it, it spans so many different things. I mean, movies, TV shows, <laughs> games, board games, you know, it's just, you know, you just sit there and like, okay, like, uh, I don't know, perfect example, like, let's say Fallout 3. <laughs> it's like Fallout 3, you know, this game that, you know got like a lot of you know critical acclaim everybody loves it and you know you get it and it's just uh, you know do i play this or do i play peggle (laughs) and you wind up playing peggle instead (laughs) yeah and i I did i tried fallout 3 i I remember but i tried it twice i think i played that one twice trying to like it and it was just like oh i just don't get it i just don't get it i don't i didn't like it yeah but on the on the flip side of that, you can find a lot of things good because I remember Mass Effect originally. I played Mass Effect, didn't like it, didn't like it, and then I just. But when Mass Effect Two came out, it was like, oh my gosh, this game looks so good. So I got, I went back and rented Mass Effect again, and got to the same point near the beginning of the game. I couldn't get past it. 
but I was talking to someone on live. I think it was Moronic Cow. And uh, he was like, oh, do this, you know. I know where you're at. You know, this is what you kind of want to do. And he kind of gave me some pointers. A couple of people on live gave me some pointers to get started, you know. and Because, you know, I was new to the RPG world. And once I got past that initial thing, you know, I ended up buying the game. I bought the second one. I bought the third one. You know, I'll buy any other Mass Effect game that comes out. So it, it, and that's not a genre that I normally would play. Right. You know, so I like that a la carte kind of subscription-based, you know, uh, option because it really does open the doors for me to try a lot more things, and I'm a lot more willing to try things. Right. Oh yeah. Um, Saboteur. Dude, I almost bought that game today. It was in the store. I bought my kids um, Mar- Super Mario 2, Super Mario, I don't know, for the DS. I don't know what it was. Super Mario World 2 or something like that. Right. Um, it's the brand new Mario game for the DS. Okay. I bought that for them today. And I was in there, and I was looking, and I, I was looking at their used Xbox games, and I saw Saboteur. I love that game, and it's an open world. And I completed it, but there's like like two achievements in that game that I didn't get. And I was so tempted to buy the game just to have in my collection um, because I loved it so much. And I was like, you know what? When I don't have time, I'll, I'll go after those, see if I'll go after those other two achievements. It'd be fun just to play it again. Um, same with a game called Enslaved Odyssey of the West. Um, amazing game, dude. Absolutely amazing game. But it, it, it failed. Commercially, it failed. But it was critically acclaimed and how wonderful it was and the game was amazing absolutely wonderful um, that's one everybody should play you know again i almost picked that one up it's like oh, i kind of just to have it in my collection you know but i don't want to give that particular game store any of my money even though i did because i bought that game for my kids um <laughs> well, my, wi- and my wife even said um i thought you weren't give you thought you weren't going to the store anymore and i'm like well, I'm not really here. <laughs> I, all I told her was, I wanted to get this for the kids. I know we've got so much to do, and I know I can't go stop at another store right now because we, we didn't have time. And I said, I want to get this for the kids so they have it for our, our road trip tomorrow. Um, so it was kind of like a necessity. <laughs> you know, where we were, there was one right next door. So, But anyways, uh, just that's my justification of going there. So, But, uh, yeah, I... You know, you, you can just say... Did you ever see Hudsucker Proxy, the movie? Uh, no. Way back when Tim Robbins was in it. They had a slogan in there. You know, for kids. That's why you were in there. Exactly. So, it was. I only I only bought for them. I didn't buy myself anything. Yeah. So, but. Anywho. Anywho. So, what do you think of the article? Well, you said you... you I mean, it. it I, I definitely identify with it. I mean, even with movies, like, you know, it, it's funny they talk about the, you know, the the movies in there. You know, okay, you got Schindler's List. It's like, yeah, you know, I want to, you know, watch that expand my. I don't know how much that would really expand your horizons, but you wind up watching some stupid movie because, you know, I'm doing the thing that you did for years. You know, taking the train into downtown Chicago, so you know, I have like an hour each way of just you know veg time. And, you know, what a perfect way to, you know, kill that time by watching a movie or TV shows or something. 
and you know i've got you know a whole bunch that i can watch and you know there's there's ones that have been on my laptop literally for i don't know several years (laughs) (laughs) they just keep getting pushed back (laughs) it's like okay uh yeah let me watch 21 jump street (laughs) instead of by the way i did like that movie it's it's stupid funny i I enjoyed it (laughs) did you watch it no way dude it's it's actually not bad right all (laughs) right it's time to move on before i kick you out of here (laughs) Kick ban. <laughs> Kick ban. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Call okay. of War S. You ever played any of the Call of War S games? No, I haven't. I played first one, didn't or started the first one, didn't like it, skipped the second one. I played the third one. Um, loved it. It was a blast. Um, but the third one was not a old West game, it was um modern day uh, shooter. Yeah, mm-hmm. this new one called Call of War as Gunslinger um, was just announced recently by Ubisoft to be an Xbox Live Arcade title. Huh. So that first of all surprised when I saw Call of War as Gunslinger. I was like, sweet, they're going to expand on the last one they did. Not so much. Looks like they're going back to the old west. Um, Gunslinger will unveil the untold truth behind some of the greatest legends of the Old West, including Billy the Kid, Pat Garrett, Jesse James, and more. The game will feature ruthless all-out gun battles and let players use pistols and rifles to unleash lethal combos and gun down multiple enemies in split seconds. Players will also be able to choose specific gunfighting skills and develop and acquire new shooting abilities to become the West's finest gunslinger. So, um, this game is being developed by Techland, who are the ones who've done the previous titles. Um, so you're basically going to be able to live out the epic and violent journey of a ruthless bounty hunter on the trail of the West's most notorious outlaws. So, yeah, that's expect this. Um, I don't know. Did I say already? When is this coming out? 20 early 2013. So I was hoping this was going to be a sequel to the cartel, which came out in 2011, but it's not. Right. So, but for any Call of Duty fans, the next one's going to be an Xbox Live Arcade title. So, interesting, interesting. I was really surprised that the trailer that they released was uh, actors. Yeah, I'm like, what's the point of that? Because on uh, IGN they had uh, like a still, you know how they show like a part of you know, the, the movie or trailer or whatever it is, you know, right. before you hit play, there's like an image. Yep. And I'm like, wow, that looks really realistic. That's <laughs> because it is. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, it's a, uh, <laughs> a picture of a lady <laughs> in, a bustier in, a, or... in a saloon. <laughs> it's a nice picture though. <laughs> yeah. Does it make you want to click on the video or not? Yes, it does. (laughs) Click play. I'm just fine just leaving it right there, to be honest. Mm All righty. Best of the imagination, right? (laughs) All right, moving on. Moving on. on. Um, Last topic. Um, This is interesting. The Xbox 720 could be delayed due to manufacturing troubles. Dun, dun, dun. Um, 
What is Foxconn making too many iPhones? I don't know. Well, I'm going to read the story again. Rumors, rumors, rumors. We cannot substantiate the truth of this, but here it is. Rumors suggest that manufacturing troubles could delay Microsoft's next Xbox. Um, the OBAN processor that powers the system is facing shortages that could prevent Microsoft from manufacturing enough consoles for the oft-rumored 2013 launch. Uh, reports say that manufacturing yields on the new processor's production wafers are painfully low, as explained by OXM. That means for every wafer or sheet of silicon chips created, only a tiny percentage are actually usable. Think of it like a sheet of baseball cards. If, it, if one sheet makes 30 cards, but only one card comes out without any issues or defects, that's a bit of a problem. Microsoft has recently has reported has reportedly increased OBAN manufacturing to very high quantities that are noted to be too high for more than an order of magnitude to simply be for dev kits. Microsoft will reportedly try to get parts from two or even three sources in order to increase its odds of success, but reports say that Microsoft doesn't have long to set things right if it wants to hit a target date of fall 2013 due to how long it takes for everything to run through the fabrication process, but... What do you think? What do you think, Rob? Wow. That's a rumor on a rumor. (laughs) (laughs) What is that uh, Oban processor? Do you know anything about that? I'm just curious. I have no idea. Like, I was just wondering. But I'm glad that you asked because I can do a Google search and look it up. IBM developing the next Xbox CPU codenamed Oban. Um, I oh, so, okay, so it's a CPU. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that? I, I was just wondering if it was, you know, like GPU, a support chip, or, or what. But it looks like it's. Uh, no. Um, it's the main one. The processor said to be a system on a chip. Um, okay. A 32 nanometer processor that incorporates a PowerPC CPU and an ATI what? Southern Island GPU. Huh. Basically, a modified version of the 7000 series GPUs. Really? Interesting. My my only concern is if this is accurate, and if they're having a problem kicking out a good amount of chips. Now, I understand, you know, Intel, AMD, they deal with the same thing. You know, they don't, when they make out like that, I like the analogy of the baseball cards. You stamp out a big giant sheet of silicone. You got this big silicone sheet, and you yep. stamp out a bunch of chips. Mm-hmm. Now, every chip that's in these computers, you know, comes off the same way. They're all made like that. They're all stamped out on these big sheets. A lot of them, you know, some of them, they're not all perfect. They're not all meet quality standards. They don't all, you know, it's not every sheet makes, you know, 30 perfect chips, you know, or 30 yep. baseball cards. But if you're only getting one or two out of that, Whoa! I mean, the the cost factor, you know, you know, they're either gonna eat a ton of loss, or they're gonna pass that on to those first people that take the box. So I mean, yeah. you always the first out the gate is the box is always a lot more expensive than it is, you know, a couple years down the road. Oh, for sure, yeah. But my concerns is if they're having that little bit, it's, if they're only getting a couple chips out of a run, wow. That concerns me. Then it also concerns me is, A, why is it so low? And how 
good is the quality of those that they're actually coming out? And are they going to possibly take some of the others to boost units out that are available for sale? And could we potentially have another red ring situation? Yeah. I mean, that's a concern because we've seen, we've seen it, we've already seen it happen that there was obvious, obviously defects in the original Xbox. Okay. And it, it cost them billions of dollars. So they, and they've come through to basically be outside of the Wii, you know, which they never really considered their competition. They've, they've pretty much beat Sony, you know, uh, even though Sony's rapidly, you know, they've closed that number gap, but I guess, I think you could say Microsoft has won the war between the PlayStation three and the 360. And that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, But I, I use that based on units sold, amount of titles purchased, uh, average purchase, you know, between the PlayStation 3 versus the 360. You know, it, it's been, it's the highest, the Xbox 360 has had the highest um, games purchased and owned per per person of any console ever. You know, so those types of things. So you got, you got the retail success. Um, Connect has been very successful where Move really hasn't. Um, so I really think Microsoft really kind of won it. Well, so. I agree. My concern is, even with the red ring, they still came out on top. Do you think that might let them go, oh, well, we can do it again? And not have to worry about quality issues because we still came out on top? We can eat the billion, you know? I mean, because it cost them a billion dollars. Yeah. So that's my concern of like, wow, maybe if these issues are true. You know, do I really want to sink five, six, seven hundred dollars or whatever it's going to cost into a brand new Xbox when it comes out? Because I mean, I'm kind of like I. This would be the first time I've ever bought a console day one. You know, I've kind of in the back of my mind for several years now figured I'm going to be a day one buyer of the next Xbox, regardless of cost. But Which you is know, a big change. <laughs> it's a big change. But if there are, you know, this this is the type of thing that concerns me. Based on their history, and if these, if the story is indeed true, that causes reason for concern. Yeah. In my mind. You know, I would think that they would, well, from a, a smart business decision move, they would try to do everything in their power to keep that from happening. Kind of like, you know, hey. You know, we kind of flubbed this last time. We need to make sure it doesn't happen again. Because I would think if it happened again, I really believe that, you know, if it happens and it's reported in the first few out the gate, you're done. I don't think you'll, you will not see success again. I, I don't, I don't know if Microsoft would be ever in that position. There's so many people that would still buy it anyway. I really think it would, I really, I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't if it's that big of a failure rate again. Well, you bought I've, it I've first had some, day. My, <laughs> Too late. Yeah, well, oh, no, no, no. I'm yeah. just saying, you yeah. know, if I wouldn't go back and buy another one. Oh, You okay. know, I've got two in my house. I've had red ring issues. I've got one right now that has a, heart, uh, a floppy or a, not a, fl- a floppy <laughs> uh, CD-ROM problem. You know, um, I've not had a hardware wise. They've not been a great success. Yeah. You know, in, in my own experience, I've I've seen that it's not very quality product. 
So well, look at even the software. I mean, they're always patching stuff. Oh, dude, I'm so sick so, of being in the beta, dude. Every so time the, I turn my Xbox on, there's a new update now, and it's driving me insane. I'm afraid to turn it on. You what? In fact, I'm gonna do it while live. Now I haven't had my Xbox on in a update. couple of days. Let's watch. Let me see if it happens again. Oh, Hold yeah. on. Uh, go ahead and uh, uh, stall for me, Rob. <laughs> I'm stalling while. Okay, let's do play by play. Okay, Wing is going to his Xbox. And I'm back. He is turning it on. <laughs> I was doing play by play. Oh, okay, I'm turning it on right now. Now I haven't He's had turning it on, it on for like, folks. I don't know. It's been like two days, but I like last week. I had two different updates um, in a week. So now it's been about three days since I have it off. I'm going to turn it on right now and see if there's an update. And if there is, that'll be good because I'll get it done before I want to play uh, Spec Ops. But it's like, it's almost like every time I turn it on now, I feel like there's an update on this. And it's like, come on. You yeah. know, why? <laughs> and there's no explanation of what they're doing. And it seems like, I swear, dude, every time it updates, it's getting slower and slower. This thing like takes forever now to boot up. Um, to launch anything now, it just seems like it's taking forever. Uh, I, I don't know what they're doing, but I think they're killing performance on this box. It's still not to the dashboard yet. I'm still watching the little spinning thing. I'm still watching it. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm telling you, it's still going. Okay, oh, no. there's the wallpaper. Oh, there we Update. go. It's finally, it's finally up. It looks like no update. I'm shocked. Oh, what a letdown. What a letdown. Dude, if it did, man, I would have been like, see, proving it. Another update. Yeah, because so. I signed up for that beta, like, immediately, you know, as soon as they released that information to sign up for it. And I just held off on applying that key. I'm kind of glad I did. It's just, it's, like, annoying that it's, you know, and they don't tell you anything that was done. I think maybe if you go out to the Connect site, and maybe you can read what they did, or maybe their forums that I'm a member of now. But it, it's like I don't know. They don't seem to improve. The it just seems to be getting slower all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's annoying me. But anyways, well, maybe the beta makes you faster. It doesn't make the Xbox slower. It makes you faster. Ooh, that would be cool. There you go. That's it. Makes me a better gamer. There you go. Yeah, that's not it. All right. <laughs> not. Well, let's move on. Let's wrap this okay. show up. I know it's late. We're both tired. Uh, and I still need to. Oh, I can't play. I got to get the show put out. Doggone it. Might as well turn the Xbox off. <laughs> I got I to gotta put the show out. <laughs> that's just wrong. Where's Bron? You know, for the listeners. I need Bron back. Oh, look. Now it won't even turn off. Beautiful. There we go. Turn off. Yeah, for the listeners. All right, so let's go into the week. This week's retail releases. Why don't you take the first, first one? Okay, uh, first one is NHL 13. Uh, hockey. What can you say? You can say all what? those things listed underneath it. <laughs> it's hockey. <laughs> More of the same. <laughs> no, they got, okay, they got a feature list. There's obviously something. Okay. Different. <laughs> yeah, more of the same. Okay, I'm going to read all the bullets. More of the same, more of the same, more of the same, more of the same. Improved visuals. And oh, more okay. of the same. 
All right, NHL 13, featuring the biggest innovation for the franchise in six years. Okay, whatever. NHL 13 accurately captures the speed, creativity, and strategy of today's NHL with revolutionary true performance skating, plus all new social experiences like GM Connected and NHL Moments Live connect you with your friends and the real world of hockey, making NHL 13 the definitive hockey experience. Featuring the biggest innovation. Well, that's the same thing. No, go ahead and say that again, because I have a comment. Okay. I think it, I think it warrants be repeated. Okay. Oh, is it up there? It's list. Oh, I th- it's- yeah, I think it's twice. It's twice. I'm go like- ahead and read that line again, because I wanted to say something last time, and I didn't want to interrupt you. So just read that so first start line over. again. No, just featuring, read the very first line. Featuring the biggest innovation for the franchise in six years. So you know what that means? Their opening line says, you really shouldn't have bought the game the last six yeah. years in a the, row. <laughs> the last five years were junk. We fleeced you. We finally gave you something new. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the beach house, the yacht. <laughs> Thanks, paying, thanks for paying $60 for yeah. roster updates. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the all-new true performance skating is driven by real-world world, real world physics and more than 1,000 new gameplay animations. True performance skating authentically replicates the explosiveness, momentum, and top-end speed of today's NHL players with the new layer of creativity added in game combined with the control offered by the skill stick you now have the entire tool set of an NHL player at your fingertips man do you realize somebody gets paid to come up with this stuff and write this drivel every year and try to make the same thing sound exciting yeah I mean amazing all new true performance skating. What? I mean, are you kidding me? And look at this. With a completely overhauled AI system, players now are now fully aware of others on the ice, resulting in quicker, smarter, and more true to life decision making. EA Sports Hockey IQ also delivers the deepest and most customizable set of real world hockey systems and strategies ever. Sign me up. I got to have it. Man. Yeah. The <laughs> franchise's most popular mode, the all-new GM Connected, connects you and friends. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yep. The yep. franchise's most popular mode is the all-new GM Connected? How sure. can it be the most popular mode if it's new? <laughs> now you're nitpicking. <laughs> Am I missing something in there? You're, you're seeing through the, <laughs> the Swiss cheese holes this okay i'm i'm just yeah. reading it wrong i guess okay then the most popular mode connects you with the real world you your friends with the real world of hockey that must be the it so i guess it's this enhancement to the mode yeah okay, okay. sorry sure. i failed uh, to try to be funny <laughs> allowing you to manage play or coach in 30 team human controlled league you can also take your GM Connected experience with you using the mobile companion app 
ensuring that you'll never miss a single moment. And last one is NHL Moments Live. Rewrite or relive history as you replay some of the most thrilling moments of today's NHL. From Gagner's historic eight-point night and Crosby's epic return to the ice to new moments that are added throughout the season, you'll always be challenged to see if you have what it takes to play like a star. So they say Crosby, Stills, and Nash is in this new version? And Gagner. <laughs> Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Gagner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm so sorry. Words, I, I sorry to rip same. on Braun's game. I, I, I'm not ripping on the game. I'm just trying to make fun of, you know, just. You're ripping on the player, not the it, game. No, it's just it's another game that they redo every year, and they try to make yeah. it sound like it's the greatest thing ever. And it's usually they're just kind of minor tweaks. So I do know Braun. I think Braun played the demo of this, and, and he really likes it. So, But he's a huge you know, hockey fan. Yeah, you know, I, I got to say I enjoy the hockey games a lot. You know, definitely more so than the football games, but still, I mean, it's it's more the same. <laughs> Sorry. How dare you say what yeah. you just said? That, my friend, right. is an American. You want me to say it again? <laughs> das football be the best. <laughs> the foosball. The football. Foosball is the best. The foosball. All right, let's move okay, on. Okay, next one. <laughs> Tech and Tag Tournament 2. We are Tekken. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. The original tag team fighter that started it all is back. Tekken Tag Tournament 2 delivers new and returning characters in the largest roster ever. Experience the most advanced attack mechanics, ultimate combo movesets, and new battle modes with innovative features to broaden Tekken consumer accessibility, unlimited fighter combinations, and multiple ways to challenge your friends. Get ready for the next battle. Some of the features, multiplayer match, challenge your friends in a two-on-two tag team battle, one-on-one or one-on-two. Pair play, up to four players can each control a character in the ultimate team battle. Fight lab, all new mode to customize combos, appearances, and for the first time ever, moves. Largest player playable roster, more than 50 characters to choose from. She whiz. Uh, New stages, fight in your favorite countries around the world. Environmental effects, clothing condition alters in real time with water and dirt effects. New moves. Each character expands their fight arsenal with explosive new tag throws and tag combos. Online features and all new features bring the community together like never before. So they don't tell you what it is. They just say all new features bring. (laughs) That's funny. Offline battle modes. Relive the classic arcade mode, train in a first-class practice mode, customize your team character appearances, and much more. Okay. Next one is NBA Baller Beats. The first ever motion-based sports video game that requires you to actively play using a real basketball. The music is your guide as you aspire to perform like a pro and practice your ball handling skills <laughs> while building stamina. I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm sorry. I don't either. And, and you'll need the court while having the fun of playing a video game. NBA baller beats is a fun, high energy <laughs> first of its kind basketball video game for Connect that is unlike any sports video game on the market. 
The game is extremely innovative. It requires you to actively play using a real basketball, which is included free with the game. What? I mean, is it a full-size basketball? <laughs> I don't believe it. It's got to be like one of those little things, you know, they have for like the five-year-olds. Um, uh, anyway. Here's what's funny. The game description on Gamefly. Note, gameplay requires an orange basketball. This game does not include the Spalding NBA game ball replica with rental or purchase. Oh, nice. <laughs> so if you rent this game... You cannot play it unless you have a real basketball of your own. Yeah. And how's that going to bounce on your carpet in your living room? Well, here, here, this game makes no sense to me, dude. And I should watch the video. I'm going to have to watch it. But if you got to play with a real basketball, what are you going to be doing? You can't dribble. I'm sure most people, you know, if you have carpet, you can't dribble. You can't shoot. I mean, how many people are going to lose control of this ball, bust out a window, a TV, yeah. smash something? You know, I just, I, I got to see, I got to have to watch the video to see what, what you're supposed to do with the basketball in your hand. You know, I can just imagine, like, myself bouncing a basketball, like, you know, a full-size basketball upstairs on the pergo and what that sounds like downstairs. Nice. You know, like the, you know, the drywall's falling off the ceiling and. Yeah, anyway, um, were you going to say something? No, I got to I gotta watch this trailer, though. Okay. But so I will continue I while you watch. I won't do it now. Okay. Because we're done. Almost. Almost. So aspire to perform like a pro as your... Oh, there's more? As, there's more, yeah. Ooh. Aspire to perform like a pro as you master ball handling skills. The music <laughs> acts as your guide as you bounce the ball <laughs> to the beats of a slamming soundtrack. It features an eclectic mix of music across decades and genres, from hip-hop to rock to old-school classics. Artists include Kanye West, Run DMC, Gorillaz, Them Cooked Vultures, Tiesto, common and more to be announced later nba brand branded uh including imagery from all 30 franchises unlock over 100 nba posters and trading cards hmm. Yay. uh showcasing forgettable prose moves actually there was an un in there so that was uh nba baller beats you know watching the video all they're doing is dribbling the ball and like fake shooting, but it's it's all they're dribbling the ball. They are bouncing this ball. You're supposed to cross over behind the back, between your feet, out front of you, and then they they do like a fake pump fake type of thing. I'm like, dude, someone's gonna throw it through their window. <laughs> Man, I can just no, because I mean, you know, not that the basketballs are real heavy or anything, but. I mean, you got to have a good grip on that. Like, if you're like fake throwing it, you got to have a good grip on it to actually not launch it out of your hands. You know and what I'm if, saying? And if you're doing this and you're getting all sweaty, they even show the dude like wipe his eyebrow or his brow because he's all sweaty. I'm like, dude, that ball's gonna come flying out of your hand. <laughs> this is disaster waiting to happen. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a nice try. I mean, it's something new. But we'll see. It's new. I'll yeah. give them that. It's different. 
So, whatever. So, all right, man. You know, like when when I hear that title, I almost think of like you're bouncing the ball to like the beat of the music or something. That's what you're doing. There, there's like music going on and you're bouncing. It's almost like the, this stuff's coming down a track, almost like a rock band type of thing. You know. Oh, so it is. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're bouncing to the beat and trying, but yeah, it's like it looks like mix like rock band and dance central because <laughs> you're you're bouncing it as these things come down the track but it shows you like a little box like the move you're supposed to do with the basketball yeah. like you do in dance central so oh yeah so they're mixing some things together <laughs> i'm telling you man oh i see because i'm watching a trailer right now yeah he's like <laughs> you know dribbling it in one hand passes it over to the other Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to play it, don't put it on your game fly unless you have a real basketball. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't even believe they'd even offer that game for rental. What's the point? <sighs> Must have been really cheap. <laughs> yeah. So. But, anywho... All right, that's it, isn't it? That's, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Um, again, I didn't do anything on the for the questions or anything. Um, oh, actually, we just got one in tonight while we're recording. Um, sorry, I don't know who this is. Um, so I'm not going to say the name of the person because I don't know um, what their gamer tag is. There's a gamer tag link here somewhere but uh so i'll go through that as i as i read the question but the question is what borderlands it's kind of funny because we actually answered this what borderlands 2 character do you guys plan to use i think i might use zero um dark eye defender replied zero i was mordecai in the first um sorry someone else who i don't know their name i don't want to say anybody's real names i guess it doesn't matter they're they got their real names posted in facebook um, if you join the Facebook group, which Sean Graves has asked to, and bam, Sean, you are now a member of our group. Um, so Kayla Baker asked that question. What Borderlands 2 character do you guys plan to use? Uh, Dark Eye Defender said zero, uh, and Kyle Wilkie said I might use one when the Game of the Year edition comes out next year. I might use one when the Game of the... Oh, he's going to wait? No, don't wait, Kyle. Don't wait. The game's too awesome. Um, oh yeah, that reminds me, Rob. We gotta buy our Borderlands passes too. So come next Tuesday, we'll have to have some more money set aside to buy that DLC pass. How much is that? Uh thirty bucks, I think, and you get the four DLC packs. So Ooh. you buy three, get one free, was what it was. So it'll probably be available like in the. You can probably buy it on, on with Microsoft points. So, right. So, but anyways. Um, okay. I did, but anyways, in the Facebook, I did not get a question out. Um, I'm gonna get back to that just as soon as I can get this family stuff taken care of. So, um, just haven't had time for much of anything. But I don't think we had any Twitter questions either. Um, we had a thank you for the initial opinion of a game. I think that was that was from Monster Mag. Um, I think that was regards to. I want to say it was regards to Dark Light. 
Is that what it is? Is that the one you're playing? Deadlight. Deadlight. Sorry, my dark light. That doesn't sound right. I think that was regards to my dark light. Maybe. I I don't know. Deadlight. I said it again, didn't I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> dark light. I'm going to bed, man. <laughs> I'm going to bed. I don't know what he was referring to. I don't remember what I was saying, but. Um, um, Carbide asked us if we beat episode three already. I think he asked the day that the game came out. Um, so. So that's a yes, double yes. Yeah, well, by now we did. So yeah, <laughs> it just took me a while to get to it. So, but you had it done right away. So, ish, ish. So that's it. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and close us out. If you are listening to us on iTunes, please rate us, uh, give us a review. That helps us get noticed on iTunes. Uh, check out the site, thesexboxlife.com. There's not a lot there. We just mainly post the story, uh, the, the, the posts for the podcast. Sometimes we'll throw up a story. If you subscribe to us on Twitter, you'll see when we add a new story because it gets automatically posted. Uh, you can email us, contact at thesexboxlife.com. Uh, we have a YouTube site, youtube.com forward slash thesexboxlife. Uh, if you want to put a video or you got something there from the community, uh, let me know. Email me and we'll work on getting that posted for you. Uh, look for this Xbox Life on Facebook and join us out there. That's pretty much where our community is talking these days. Uh, we twitter.com forward slash this Xbox Life to join our Twitter. And if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, it's 224 698 Xbox. That's 224 698 9269. And again, give us a call. And next week, I hope to have two special guests. That is the plan. And uh, we will have some Battlefield 3 DLC conversation that I do know for sure we'll be discussing next week. So cool. Want to miss that? Um, and that's it for me. So I am Mark, AK Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you all next week.